Hello, welcome to Audio Blobs. I'm Danny. I'm Matt. Hello. And we're we're starting something new for the second time. This, uh, is, this, this is the second time. The, the second, this is the first one. The first one. The first one of the second. And we're just gonna we're gonna look at some bits of audio gear, different bits and pieces of equipment, guitar stuff, bass stuff. Um, Matt's a guitarist. I'm a bass player, but I also run a recording studio. So we're gonna look at little bits and pieces of guitar equipment and some audio plugins and some kind of reverbs and yeah, drum samples drum and sounds samples and, and weird noises and more sensible noises and little preferably, bits and pieces preferably weird noises we like weird noises yeah here. we'll look at anything that people want us to look at so so if you've got anything that you've kind of going oh i wish someone would do a review of that or you know if you're thinking oh i wonder how i get that sound or I've got this problem in the studio and I'm trying to create this or I want to do that with it, then just drop us a message. You'll find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and yeah, everywhere pretty much. What's our Instagram? Uh, our Instagram is at Audioblobs um, and it's the same with Twitter. Uh, Facebook we've yet to launch, um, but it will be forward slash Audioblobs um, and there will probably be a website where you'll be able to find all of the different um, podcasts that we do as well. This is very new for us, so it's all... All still in the works, but this is kind of the first stage. If you found this podcast, you've probably already found the website. Or at least the Instagram. Or at least the Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you found us somehow. Yep. You know something. Uh, should we get started? Yes, go cool. for it. Cool. Um, do you want to go first or shall I? Um, I don't mind. Okay, I'll start. Uh, okay, so this week I've been playing with... Verb Suite Classics, cool. which is uh, the new reverb plugin from Slate Digital and Liquid Sonics. So Slate Digital are the guys who make uh, Trigger, which is probably the best, in my opinion, the most usable drum replacement yeah. trigger thing. Um, there's, there's others as well. You've got different ones. Um, that's the one that I've always used and I find the most useful. Um, and the, the easiest to use. They also do uh, all of these, they, they, the virtual mix rack stuff, so compressors and EQs, and um, and they do like a subscription service. Cool. So they were the first people that I went to uh, a subscription-based service for plugins with. So you just pay them $25 a month, although it's just come down. Okay. Um, that's pretty and good, you, considering. You get, you, what do you get for that twenty-five? So you get. Hang on, I, I will. I will look it up while I'm telling you this. Um, basically, you get all of their plugins, cool. plus all plugins that they are bringing out. Okay. You get so you get like a back catalogue of everything that they've got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without trigger, trigger's kind of taken as a completely separate okay. entity. Fair enough. Um, they started making various plugins a while back. Let's have a look. Everything bundle. So. If you go for monthly subscription, rolling contract, $25, $24.99 a month. Uh, if, you, if you commit to a year, um, then it's $14.99 a month. This is, this is silly nothing money. And for oh, that, that's really good. you get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, eight EQs, 6 or 7 EQs. You get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you get a whole series of compressors. There's about 12 compressors. Uh, they have like bus compressors, tape machine emulations, uh, all of this kind of good stuff. And 
really good Diasa as well, actually, and some guitar, amp, sims. And they did have a Relab 480, mm-hmm. um, which you do lose. Nobody told me this when I got Verb Suite oh, Classics. That's an ass. If you upgrade to the year subscription, you lose the uh, the Relab. But you get it in the new, you get the same models in the Verb Suite Classics. So it's kind of okay. still there. I've had a couple of problems since I've opened projects that have got that relab reverb in it and it's gone this is unavailable and that's kind of frustrating that's annoying um so just be aware of that that's a lot about slate digital liquid sonics who are the guys they've teamed up with to make this uh are the guys who made reverberate 2 okay which is probably the best reverb i've ever used awesome it's it's really good they use this thing called uh what do they call it dynamic impulse response fusion impulse response okay which basically takes uh a series of snapshots over the course of the reverb at different points in the reverb, okay. which allows them to kind of model better. This is this is all their marketing spiel. Yeah, allows them to model better how the reverb modulates and evolves over time. Okay. So instead of a a snapshot of a a, a regular impulse response where you might have a gunshot or something yeah. like a starting pistol, and you 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 measure across the frequency spectrum or a sine wave sweep which starts low and can look at all the different frequencies and how the reverb responds to it. Yeah. This essentially does that, but then takes various pictures throughout to, to, to kind of model how the reverb evolves. Oh, very cool. So who's this? this is uh, Slate Digital, yeah? Slate Digital, yeah. So I'm just on their website now. Mm-hmm. They've got a one a really lovely website. Mm-hmm. They do a lot. Wow. <clears throat> they do a lot. A lot of people don't like them. A lot of people are unsure. Um... Their marketing is interesting. And I think the price point scares some people away as well. Well, because for cheap. me, you know, so uh, so we're sitting in the studio and I've got um, a lovely guitar on my lap and I'm sitting in front of my, my own pedal board. And for a one year's subscription of this, which you can get a lot for. Oh, you get a hell of a lot. You can't buy the pedal board that the pedals are sitting on, <laughs> let alone any of the pedals. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're not, you're not buying them. This is the thing with subscription services. You're kind services. of renting them. You're you? renting them. And a lot of people don't like subscription services because mm. of that. Each to their own. I find I'm running a business. I need to keep my costs low. Yep. Um, and... I found that I do use a lot of this slate stuff. Yeah. Um and it's you know 14 15 dollars out of my bank account every month. That's that's very little money yeah. as opposed to going and buying a ton of stuff. I well, mean they they've got some they've got some really great stuff in there, you know, they uh they've got a Pultec EQ emulation. Mm, nice. uh, no they haven't. They've got an SSL EQ emulation <laughs> and like a, is nice. like a Neve EQ emulation. They've awesome. got 1176 compressors and oh, all of that stuff. Be. And it's it's decent stuff. Uh, I think people are scared of it because of their marketing and because of the price point. Okay. I think people think it's cheap, so it's bad. Yeah. yeah. And some of it is definitely more usable than others. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, uh, this reverb, at least for the time being, has been and probably will be for a while my immediate reach for your go-to kind yeah, of because i i can get most of what i need out of this yeah. plugin now yeah 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 um and it's so simple to use right so we've got five main knobs there's a decay 
does what it says. I mean, most of these do what they say. Decay, yeah. attack, pre-delay, width, which is like pushes the stereo field out or it's it's plus or minus so you can push the stereo field further out or yeah. if you pull it all the way down to the left hand side it really essentially it's mono oh cool yeah it's it pretty much pulls it back down to mono i'm not sure if it's actually mono okay uh and then chorus which is just a generic modulation of the reverb and then obviously we've got a gain um and a dry wet knob and there's an eq i'm not a fan i don't like the eq Okay. Um, can I don't... you bypass the EQ? Can oh you yeah, just get yeah, rid yeah. Of it there's, a, there's a button you can just switch it off. Okay. Um, it's okay for kind of quickly going. I, I need to roll a bit of bass out yeah. of this EQ, or I need to, you know, lift the highs a little bit. It's okay for that, but I would much rather put an EQ in Separately. my in my you know effects. Or well, I suppose the, the lovely thing about this and the lovely thing about Slate Digital is that if you've got this, then you pay for a subscription, in which case you've got, you've got a EQs. whole ton of EQs yeah, yeah. that you can choose. Or even just, I mean, I'll, I regularly will reach for um, something like the, the Pro Q2 or something. I'll stick that in my yep. orc send for my reverb. It gives me a lot of control then if I find that there's a horrible frequency build-up somewhere. That's cool. Um, in the In the middle... There's a little screen tells you what you've got currently set up, and there's a load device button, and that brings up the different real-life EQs that they've modelled. So, as I said, we've got the the Lexicon 480, which it's replaced with. It, I, I assume it's the same impulse responses and stuff they had from the Relab 480. So they're all all the reverbs um, start with FG. So their model numbers, we've got the 480, which is the Lexicon 480. Yep. The 2016, FG 2016, which is the Eventide 2016. The mm. QRS, which is the Quantic Room Simulator, which I hadn't really played with before, but it's really interesting. Cool. 16X, which is a RMX 16, which is a ridiculously good reverb. Uh, 6000, which is the TC 6000. The 2000, which is the Sony DRE 2000. The 250, which is a EMT 250, and then the BM7, which is a Bricasti M7, which is by far and away the greatest reverb <laughs> I've ever heard. It's ridiculous, like it's stunningly good, and awesome. their and their model modeling of it is stunningly good. You have to get the Bricasti models as a separate download. You have okay. to go to Liquid Sonic's website and get them as a separate download, and this is because. Uh, Bricasti were happy for them to model it. So it's all it's all like legit. They haven't just kind of reverse engineered the Bricasti yeah. and come up with something. Um they were happy for them to model it if they provided them as a free download. Okay. Yeah. So you go and download them separately and there is a ton of them. There's a ton of different settings on that Bricasti that they've modeled. So you've got eight reverbs and I've done a couple of little audio examples already. Cool. Which we can try. And I thought we'd try it on your guitar as well. Yeah. See how it sounds. So with each of these, what I'll do is I will play the dry signal first. And then the signal with the reverb on. And I've run them through buses as well. So they're all they're all set to, to buses. So first vocal. Um, it's worth noting that these were just things that I had on my computer that I stuck some reverb on. So this is from a tune called Funky to the Bone by Wind. So it's just a vocal, stuck a short plate on it. This is the EMT250 or the FG250 as they call their model. It's yep. just on a digital plate setting. 
um, 600 millisecond decay. It's not too long then. It's... No, it's a short, it's quite a tight reverb. Oh, okay. have a listen to it and I'll, I'll talk you through it. Funky, funky, funky to the bone. Funky, funky, funky. Funky, funky, funky to the bone. Funky, funky, funky. So it's quite a short, tight vocal. It's still, it's still quite wet though, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's... and it's uh, the pre-delay was at about twenty milliseconds, so yeah. it kind of got out of the way a little bit. Yeah, uh, put the chorus at fifty percent. The chorus knob's actually really nice. Having one knob that can kind of adjust modulation in general yeah. of the of the reverb is really nice. And I pushed the width out a little bit, so I pushed the width to about two o'clock. Okay, and I left the EQ off. Uh, second one, I'll play you the dry then the wet. Here we go. Riding the waves, beating the shore, no matter the where, life must go on. Riding the waves, beating the shore, no matter the where, life must go on. Riding the waves, beating the shore, no matter the where, life must go on. Riding the waves, beating the shore, no matter the where, life must go on. Now that's just a preset that they've got on there. That's nice. Yeah, I can't remember. So what's what it that? Was. Which one? Which one is that? That's the uh, RMX sixteen. Okay. Or the FG sixteen. Yeah. Um, that was just a preset. I can't remember what the preset was called. Um, I just loaded up a preset and I pulled the decay back just a tiny bit. It was a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, when I was actually messing around with it, I did sidechain that so it ducked out the way of the vocal because it kind of gets some of the longer phrases. It gets a bit muddy in the middle of the vocal. Okay. Um, so I did pull it out, but I thought for the sake of the audio example. Well, I, the thing is, is it's it so like with any of this kind of stuff. You know, you're going to have to play around with it and work out what works because um, with phrasing and things like that, if you've got, you know. Reverb is such a crucial thing, particularly for like vocals. But if you've got something, if you've got a fast paced vocal, if you've got something that's going to be tripping up over itself, you're going to have to play around with it. You're going to have yeah. to work out, OK, this really doesn't work because it is bleeding into the following sentence. Yeah. Or it's following into the, the next phrase, which and, just isn't going to work. Yeah. And a lot of that you do with EQ. And, and that's why that little EQ is quite useful to have there. Yeah. Just to cut. It's just a low, mid and a high knob, basically. Well, I suppose the and fact it's that really it's... easy. Just roll a bit of low off. OK, it does work a lot better when yeah. I cut a bit of the low end out of it. Or... And I suppose having it all on one screen as well, having it all in one plugin. Yeah. Allows you to adjust it really, really quickly. So yeah. even if that's just a quick fix whilst you're tracking something in the studio and so know, yeah that's you... the massive advantage that this plugin has over reverberate is the the user interface because yeah. reverberate is i mean one two three it's just got like 20 knobs and yeah. there's you're buried in different menus and different settings and you can get so deeply lost in that that actually you lose sight of the overall thing that you were trying to get in the first place yeah this you can chuck on an aux send and you can have set up in 30 seconds yeah uh, so, what I thought we could do is just record a couple of little bits Noodles. of guitar, and we can chuck it on, um, and we'll just switch back and forth between it, yeah, cool. and let people listen to it, yeah? Yeah, sure. All right, awesome. Thank you. 
Uh, cool. I think it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's lovely. I think we've covered all of that. Cool. So, what are you looking at? What have we been looking okay. at this week? So, um, I thought I'd take this kind of right back to to complete basics because there's a lot of pedals out there at the minute. I mean, there's when you say out there, you mean on your shelf? On yeah, I mean you know, on my <laughs> shelf at home. There's a lot of things on my shelf at home, um, but there's there's a lot of things out there at the minute in terms of distortion overdrive and tone and boosters and things like that you know there's a whole world of um modulation and delay and reverb and and stuff like that and we will get round to that and that's not something that i've delved particularly deep into but the the gain stuff i have um so there's kind of one pedal that I bought about six years ago, seven years ago. It's been around for a while, um, and it's been on every single board, and that's the Exotic Effects EP Booster. Um, and I know that everyone that has one, it goes on every single on every on every every board that they've got. I mean, when I have done any gigs and I'm taking another pedal board, and my EP Booster's been on another board, I'll take the EP Booster off and put it on that new board. No matter what board I'm taking, it goes everywhere with me, to the point where um, I'm potentially going to buy one or two more, probably just have another one, and just keep it in the van, so that if I go somewhere, I can just have <laughs> exactly that, that that thing that I love. Oh, so... So the EP Booster, for those of you that guys don't know, um, Exotic Effects over in the States, they make my favorite guitar pedals on the planet. There is only two or three other manufacturers for me that even come close to tones and design and, again, ease of kind of use and all that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, the EP Booster, it is based on, um, it's the Maestro uh, Echoplex EP3. So if you think of Jimmy Page, Gary Moore, David Gilmore, all those guys, what they were running in front of their amps was um, the Echoplex EP3, which is a tape delay. But what it had was this ridiculously lovely preamp that ran into the tape delay. So most of them just ran it with the volume for the delay turned completely off. And it was kind of something that was sort of missing because obviously they stopped making the EP3. And then they it's like the Dumble Amps. They became this kind of unworldly kind of thing that everyone wanted but no one could actually get at. Um, so Exotics came around and designed this um, EP booster. So it's it's based on that preamp, which is a really, really low impedance FET circuit. So it doesn't really colour your tone a huge amount. Well, it does when you want it to. It just kind of tightens everything up a little bit and just makes it a bit more kind of a bit more lovely, kind of accentuates all the highs and kind of just kind of scoops some bits and pieces, which is which is lovely. So the EP3, the original Echoplex, had no volume and had no tone dials. You literally, you plugged into it and what it you got, and it made that sound. But of course, this is old analog gear. So every, you know, you could have 10 in a room and each one would sound completely different. Yeah. Um, so as it should, as it should, completely, as, as everything that's always the, that's should. That's the character. Yeah. So... The EP, th the, the EP booster, basically, 
is one of those, but you have a little more control. So there is one massive dial, which is uh, the gain control, and it gives you up to an extra 20 dB of drive. So you can kind of take your whatever you've got, your lovely signal, and just give it a ton more welly. So I use um, this, uh, I use the EP Booster in front of my amp, basically to just push my amp just a little bit harder. So if you're running um, EL84s or something like that, or EL34 tubes, it's going to start crunching and driving a little bit harder. And if you're using 6L6 power valves, um, particularly in conjunction with like 12AX7 preamp valves, um, it'll, it basically, it just, it just gives you more. It's basically, I use, I use it as a more button. It's just... Give all, take all the good stuff, yeah, and give me more of it, and give me more of it. It's, it's exactly that. Okay, so um, just a quick rundown of the pedal. You've got um, obviously an in, you've got an out, and you've got an on-off switch, which is also true bypass. So if you turn it off, that's it. It's it's almost it's like it's not engaged, which is cool. It takes a nine volt power. However, um, you can run it on nine fifteen or eighteen volts. What does it do at 18? So... <laughs> Run it at double what it's supposed to accept. Basically, it gives you a ton of headroom. So this one on my board, uh, I'm running a power supply underneath that's got eight, um, eight nine-volt outputs. It's also got a 12, a 15, and an 18 output. The 18 I don't use because it's, it's just it's a whole other world of pain. But this is running on um, 15 volts, um, my EP booster. And it just basically gives you a whole load of headroom. It allows you to turn it up and just get even more of the more. Yeah. Um, it also runs on a 9-volt battery, so if you don't have a power supply or whatever, you can just run it from that. Um, and it's just a killer, killer thing. It's just the best. It's the best thing that I have ever bought for my board, basically. Um, and that's it. It's just a little solid state preamp more button. It's just a on off and how much. It is an on off and how much. Um, it stacks simple. really, really well with other drive pedals. It stacks really, really well with other amps. There's nothing that I've plugged it into or plugged into it that's made me go, oh, actually, I, I'll turn that off this time. Um, it stacks really well because it's so transparent. Um, it it just kind of accentuates everything that you put before it. So even if it's just a dry guitar signal, it kind of just it just boosts it a little bit more. So it boosts your actual signal from the guitar into the pedal, and then of course it's pushing that signal into the amp just a little bit harder. So it it just it just gives you more just, yeah. it just gives you more of everything um so um i suppose we should do a little kind of couple of demos a couple of little pieces. bits and pieces it's also worth saying i've forgotten this inside of this thing there are two dip switches um this is just running in the default preset mode because i change everything else eq wise and gain wise in other stages of my rig um so in the default setting, both dip switches are on, which gives you uh, plus three of gain at its minimum setting. So that's the that's the, that's dip switch one, and the second one is a bright switch, which uh, doesn't quite work the same way as a normal bright switch. So normally, if you hit the bright button, it boosts the mids and highs, it gives you a bit more presence. Actually, what the bright switch in this one does is it gives you a completely flat EQ, um, and when you turn it off, it naturally boosts the lows a little bit 
So uh, this one is just running in the standard default. Both are on flat EQ, gains just set to standard. Um, if you have both of them down, it gives you like a proper kind of vintage-y kind of feel. Um, and with the dB boost off and the bright switch on, it gives you unity gain. So basically, I'm running it so that it's bright, gives me a bit more presence, and when I turn the gain up, gives me a bit more volume and a little bit more crunch. That's kind of how I'm using it. Um, so this is with it off. And then if I turn it on... It just, it's just a more button. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's uh, bridge pickup. So if I put it on the uh, neck pickup. So that's off, obviously. And this one's on. just sounds more like you expect an amp to sound yeah exactly so um a little bit of so uh, it's also worth pointing out that the amp isn't running just completely on its own it's also running with um, an emerson custom em drive just in the front of it just to add a bit more sparkle because you can't you can't just plug into an amp because you can't just plug into an amp because <laughs> why would you when you have all of this in front of you um, we'll do something else on the em drive because that's a another masterful and wonderful thing <laughs> we'll make the amp a little bit crunchy so without the um without the uh ep booster And then with... Ah, oh, that sounds great. It instantly just changes the sound that you've got, which is good, to something which is just a little bit... It's a bit fatter. It's got a bit more clarity. It's got a bit more kind of punch about it. Um, if we go completely mad... You can now hear my amp that's starting to go a bit mental. Um, so again, this is off. It's a bit, it's a bit over, overkill. Uh, turn the EP on. It's worth pointing out, when we've gone to those two extra sounds, I'm using a couple of extra pedals, and they're running before the EP booster. So so that extra that extra push is coming post then, them yeah. pre-valves. Basically, kind of how I'm, how I'm using it is you set the, set the amp to what you want, and then I set any other pedals that I'm using to what I think is a nice sound of what I'm going for. And then all of that runs into the EP booster. And then that changes the EQ to 
what is my default kind of go-to. This right. is what I like it to sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that you would use a compressor to just push everything into a certain set of bands. Yeah. You know, that's just how I use it. Do you have it on all the time? I don't have it on all the time because I have an EM drive on my board. So uh, just quickly, this is the amp. This is me straight into the amp. Cool. This is with the EM drive, which is on all the time. That's your that's your always on. So this is my always on sound. So you just kick the EP booster in when you need to be. You need to go hello. Yeah, uh, when I a need to go. Here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's not for even solos necessarily or... just a solo channel. It's it's like yeah. popping lines and any kind yeah. of any hooks, any yeah. lead stuff yeah. that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. It's it's just that there's a little bit more guitar. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that run their EP boosters at about one or two o'clock. So this is at it at two. Off to on. So you can hear the amount of extra gain. And this is with that dip switch up. So that's giving you that extra kind of gain boost. It's nice. It sounds I great. Like it, yeah. it sounds absolutely amazing. But I have other pedals that I that, use that for that doing sound. that do that for yeah. me. So I don't use it for that. I use it as a more button. Nice. End of podcast. No, um, so, yeah, so anyone that doesn't know about them, go and check them out. Um, Exotic Effects, we're going to be testing a couple of other bits of their gear. I've just got my hands on an SL drive because there was uh, a used one in my local music shop and I wanted it badly. Um, I, might, I also use the uh, the BB Plus, which is their two-gain stage uh, thing. Is that them as well? Which is them as well. Ooh, which, I like that. That's the red one. That is the red mm, one, yeah. I and like that one. That is... a. a absolutely wonderful thing which used to be on this board but i took it off yesterday when i bought the sl drive because it seemed a bit silly to have five (laughs) overdrives on my board um so yeah go and check them out i'll post um a couple of pictures uh on instagram and twitter and all that kind of stuff and i'll give you links to their website they've got what's really nice is on their website they've got all the manuals for all of the pedals so you can really go and see uh exactly what each one does and what it's all about um yeah Cool. Killer pedal and a really nice bright blue LED as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think that's a that's a good place to stop. That is a good place to end. Um, yes. Do you want to remind people of social media? Crap. Oh, the social media the stuff. Social yes, media please stuff. come and find us and annoy us on social media. We're fairly active at the minute, posting on everything that. Uh, I'm not. Well, no, Danny isn't. I should say I uh, I am doing all of that stuff at the minute. Um, so you'll find us on Twitter at at Audio Blobscast, all one word. Okay. Audio Blobscast. Audio Blobscast. And Instagram at Audio Blobs. Cool. Awesome. Lovely jubbly. We'll See you next time. Bye. See you later.